this morning we are talking about what the Lord's been speaking to us on and what he's been just showing us and what he might be leading us for the word. And I know this morning I was reading in Acts about just the early church, the day of Pentecost and how, you know, all the disciples were, what they were, what they were up to after around all that time. And there was in chapter four or five, Peter and John got captured uh, because they were preaching in the name of Jesus. And they had said, like, don't do this. And they kept doing it, obviously. And so then they got captured and yeah. beaten and then released. And it it just stood out to me. Holy Spirit brought it out to me that they got released. And then it literally says they went on praising God. They were excited because they had the honor of being beaten yeah. for the Lord's namesake. And I was like, it, it just, Holy Spirit was speaking to me about it. I started thinking, how many times have we made excuses to not be enjoyed, to not be thankful, to not be grateful? And I say we, because me, totally included. <laughs> All, a lot, a lot. And how many times have we made excuses of, I know the Lord said to be joyful. I know he said to be thankful. I know he said to lean on him always, but this is a different situation. This is real life. This is whatever. This is serious. I don't have time for that, all this stuff. And, you know, chances are none of us are being beaten to the point of death for the Lord's name's sake. And yet, even in that extreme situation, they left with smiles on their faces. They were pumped about yeah. it. And how much more, if, if they had the ability to do that, we have the same Holy Spirit. We have everything that they had available to them, yeah. available to us. How much more can we do that? How much more can we always have joy we can always have hope, no matter the situation, yeah. no matter the problem. Yeah. And it just really stood out to me. How many times have I even real, very real, very seemingly dire situations, have I used that as an excuse to not be in joy always? Sure. When the Lord has specifically declared, be in joy always. Yeah. Have hope always. And he knew everything we were going to face. He knew everything the disciples were going to face. And he still declared that for them. And he declared that for us. So should we be walking in that? And the answer is yes. So that's, that's kind of what stirred up kind of what we were talking about today. Yeah, well, the Bible says rejoice always. Yeah. Uh, pray continually yeah. in everything, in everything. So yeah. like, it's... <laughs> it doesn't say for everything, but in everything, right. good things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so no matter what, that really kind of encapsulates encapsulates everything that we could ever deal yeah. with or go yeah. through is in those things, I should be thankful. In those things, I should yeah. rejoice. And, you know, and, and it's not like, you know, like there, there's moments to, to mourn, but the thing is, the Bible says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. You yeah. know, like, there's comfort that comes in that. Yeah. You know, the, the poor in spirit, they shall be filled. You know, the, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall, they shall be satisfied. Yeah. You know, all these different things. So it's not just like, well, you know, as we go through life, everything's going to happen exactly the way we expect it to, and it's all going to be, yeah. you know, that we're going to have to deal with things, mm -hmm. but 
there's there's a command, and I believe it's in First Thessalonians that says, "Rejoice always." Five yeah. sixteen through eighteen. Yeah. Okay, there we go. First Thessalonians five yeah. sixteen through eighteen It says, "Rejoice always." Yeah. So that means at, always at all times, I should be putting on joy. Yeah. I should yeah. be I should be um, joying again. Yeah. You know, yeah. again and again and again, yeah. always. Yeah. So like, even if my if I'm discouraged, even if I'm like, how is how is this going to work out? My, my my default should be to obey what God said and rejoice. Right. You know, pray continually, pray yeah. without ceasing. That's fellowship. I can't rejoice without fellowship. Yeah. I can't yeah. I can't have joy if I'm not in his presence because it's in his presence that I find fullness of joy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. if I'm in his presence, which is that pray, you know, without ceasing. It's yeah. not just like a I need to nonstop be speed praying in tongues. Because yeah. I, I remember like growing up Anytime someone start praying in tongues, that meant something's wrong. Right. You know, and that shouldn't yeah. be the case. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul says, I pray in tongues more than y'all. You know, he didn't say y'all, he said you <laughs> no, all. I like but, that was more than nice y'all. Way. It just happened. Um, but, it's uh, just coming out of you now. You're yeah, one of it, us. It really is. You're one of us. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, that, that, what does he mean when he says pray without ceasing? He means yeah. always be in fellowship. Yeah. Always yeah. be in his presence. And, that's what, and that'll help you rejoice always. And in everything, give thanks. You know, so yeah. in, in the situation, in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, I can give thanks, right. well, which is like a perspective shift too. Because like now I'm not looking at the situation the same. I'm looking yeah. at it from a position of victory. Yeah. I'm not giving thanks for the, the problem, but I'm giving thanks in it, yeah. knowing that I'm coming out of it. You know, and that's yeah. where I'm able to give thanks. And, that, and that's kind of what you were saying is, you know, standing yeah. up in that confidence that it, it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. There, it was really cool because after we, um, I was just praying on different things and connected some scriptures I've never seen mm-hmm. before. And as the Lord leads, I'll share them. But one of the things after Abby was just talking about some things that the Lord's been sharing with her, one yeah. of the things that had come up to me was we so often, like when we're reading through the scripture and when we're reading about the disciples, it's almost as though we paint them in a light like they're different than we are. You know, they right. they just had it easier or, I mean, they've just been <laughs> with Jesus. It's better. But you, like, putting myself in that situation after, you know, intense persecution or when, when the many times Paul was stoned, their reaction was to praise God. They praised right. God. And I know for me in the past I've thought, that when I arrive at a certain point in my walk with the Lord, praise is just going to overflow out of me without me thinking about it. It's just going to be a thing that happens because I'm so full of God that I'm not even going to have to choose to... What on earth is that? A sound effect? Can you guys hear the fun, weird sound right now? A little mouse? (laughs) Because we for sure can. <laughs> in the event that you can, we're just going to continue. But no, like I, I just thought that it would be a natural gut instinct yeah. without intentionality. But that's not how praise works. Like, yes, it can be an overflow, but yeah. in order for the overflow to come out, we've got to choose to put it on. And that's yeah. something that the disciples did over and over again is they chose to be in a position of praise. Mm-hmm. And I was just meditating on it. Like, what is praise? It's not just you know skipping down the road like we got beaten doodah it's like they intentionally started talking about how good their god was yeah like that's really what praise is whether it's yeah. singing what, no matter what form it takes it's talking about the goodness of god yeah. that's what it is yeah, yeah. 
Also, can praise God they can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, the mouse sound just started again. But Greg says you can't hear it, so we're just going to keep going. But th- that's what that's what praises is. It's intentionally right. talking about the Lord. So I'm sitting there thinking with thinking with Holy Spirit, you know, just praying on the broadcast. And one of the things that the Lord told me is that praise is an intentional decision to inject the presence of God. Right. Because when you look at Psalm 22, 3, in the, in the New American Standard, it says, You are holy, O you who are enthroned upon the praises of Israel. But if you look at the King James Version, it says, He inhabits the praises of his people. Yeah. When you get to the root word, it means God lives when his people, where right. his people talk about him. Yeah. So when we start praising our God, no matter the situation, yeah. we're literally inviting God into that moment with us. We're yeah. laying a foundation for his presence to come down upon. Yeah. That's what happens when we're praising is, okay, God, you I may not have seen you here, yeah. but I know when I speak, your presence floods me right now. <laughs> so I'm going to choose to praise you and talk about you and yeah. share the goodness of God no matter what I'm seeing. And that yeah. decision is what brings him into the moment. Yeah. And that decision to not, even in the most serious situations, yeah. not focus the attention back on myself for sure that that's what we see happen that's what we see them you know leading by example of how we should act is we don't see them focusing on themselves and woe is me i lord why did you forsake me i was preaching your gospel and they just beat me why did you let this happen you know anything that would seem like a normal human thought we see them not do that but not let anything Focus the attention only on themselves. Yeah. They always focus the attention, always yeah. focus the praise towards yeah. the yeah. Lord and His will. And like we see that just a few chapters later in Acts when Stephen was stoned. Literally, he was being stoned, being killed. Yeah. And he's like, not even, you know, of a situation to look at yourself. Yeah. That might be one, logically. And still, he looked to God and said, Lord, Please forgive them for yeah. this. Like he he was looking at the people who were stoning him in eye, with eyes of love. Yeah. And how much more can we, you know, when a work issue comes up or, you know, a bill comes up, how much more can we, instead of whatever the problem is, oh no, let me look to myself. Let yeah. me defend yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. Look to God and yeah. see, Lord, yeah. what do you say the answer is? I know yeah. you've gotten me through everything thus far yeah and you will get me through this and lord what do you want instead of looking back at ourselves yeah 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 well and like this just kind of came to me and it makes sense but uh, you know a lot of times what i've done in the past and what i've seen a lot of people do in the past um and is basically when we see face opposition yeah we assume we're doing something wrong sure you know like oh opposition's coming maybe i need to back up and reevaluate. That's sure. not always the case. Like Mm-mm. going back to that passage in Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Yeah. Um, is uh, when it says rejoice always, pray without yeah. ceasing and everything give thanks. If I'm doing something wrong, Holy Spirit will reveal that to me. Now I need to be in fellowship with him yeah. constantly. Yeah. I can't just be out of fellowship with him. And then whenever I make my own mistakes and I'm like messing up all the time. Yeah. And, and facing consequences, I'm like, oh, well, this is just, you know, what happens. No, like, I shouldn't yeah. be doing it that way. I need to yeah. be doing what the Lord tells me to do. But um, 
But we're not led by circumstances. We're right. not led by opposition. If opposition yeah. rises up, we shouldn't be like, oh, well, I must be doing something wrong. Or I yeah. must, you know, mm -hmm. we shouldn't be doing that. We should be rejoicing always, praying without ceasing and in everything giving thanks. You know, basically yeah. just being in that fellowship. Um, and, and, but I, I've seen people, I, I believe the Lord's leading me to do this. And then they start moving down that path. Yeah, Opposition yeah. comes to like, oh, maybe I missed it. Maybe, maybe it's not the Lord. Cause I think Reese, like in, in the, in just people's ideas today or mindsets today is yeah. if opposition come, if it's, if God's in it, it's going to be easy or, or if God's in it, it's going to be smooth and there's not going to be opposition. You know, it, it'll be easy because he said my yoke is easy, my burden is light. But, but nothing when, will happen. To yeah. Me. Yeah. 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 Nothing so, will try. To yeah. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Well, sometimes the very reason opposition comes is it proves <laughs> that you are doing it right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but sometimes you're not doing it right and, and you don't face opposition. You face consequences of action. So, yeah. so basically how, how do we discern what it is is just by Rejoicing always, you know, praying without yeah. ceasing and everything, yeah. giving thanks. In that fellowship is where we're able to discern and determine if this is the Lord or if it's not. But yeah. if I'm doing what I believe the Lord's called me to do, you know, and if I'm pursuing him with, with the best of my ability yeah. and opposition rises up, I shouldn't st step back. I should yeah. actually press in. I should... I should be like, no, I'm doing what the Lord's called me to do. And if yeah. the devil doesn't want me to do it, I'm going to do it even harder now. Yeah. You know, I'm going to yeah. give it... Give it even more uh, chutzpah, you know, as I'm Good as I'm word. moving forward, you know, in in what I believe the Lord's called me to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I shouldn't back up. I shouldn't try to reevaluate. Yeah, we should, you know, um, yeah. we should make sure we're doing what the Lord's called us to do. But if we're confident that uh, the Lord's in it, then we yeah. need to keep pressing in. You know, yeah. So, sometimes when we're in the middle, like the devil will try to make a second guess. Did I actually hear from the Lord? Yeah. And, and we shouldn't we shouldn't get ourselves mm -hmm. to a point where we second guess the word from the Lord. Yeah. Um, but if we're in fellowship, the Lord will show us if we're missing it. The yeah. Lord will re reveal that to us because uh, He's good. Yeah. And if we're and the Bible says, if you will to do His will, you'll know. You yeah. Know? You'll yeah. know. That's what that's Jesus's word. If you want to do His will, you'll know. Yeah. Like He'll mm -hmm. help you. He'll He'll give you wisdom. He'll say, yeah. Hey, you're missing it in this area or, or that area. Yeah. But it all revolves around that, that fellowship aspect of it. If I'm in fellowship, God will show me. Yeah. And if he hasn't shown me anything, I should keep going. Yeah. I should keep mm -hmm. pressing in. Well, there's opposition, God. Uh, like, <laughs> good thing Joshua didn't say that. Oh, well, yeah. you know, I know you said we need to go into Jericho. God said, I've given that land. I have given that land in your hand. Yeah. And Joshua's not like, well, there's people there, God. So obviously you've given it to them. So, no, like he said, no, go and take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And God empowered him and they went and took it. But, yeah. like, if if Joshua walked by sight, well, God, you said that you've given it to me, but there's people there. Like, there's opposition. There's people who are coming out to attack us. God, God, you know, just, just wipe them out, and then I'll come in afterwards. No, yeah. God, God gave yeah. them instruction, you know. God, God gave them direction, and he empowered that. Yeah. He empowered yeah. them to overcome. He didn't just say, go and take it, and then say, all right, it's all in your hands. He didn't yeah. say, go and take it. Oh, no, there's people there. Never mind. I must have missed it, you know. <laughs> But sometimes, like, that's where people say, well, you know, sometimes God shuts a door, you know, and they'll say that in the aspect yeah. of, I went, but there was opposition, so God shut the door. Yeah. yeah. Like that, God didn't shut the door. You gave up on what God said you needed to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, like, all of that just, like I said, like 80 times already, it just revolves around those three things. You know, if I'm in fellowship with the Lord and he told me to do something and opposition rises up, that I should 
walk in even more confidence that I'm going to see a testimony out of this. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, there's going to be a testimony because I'm going to come out on top because God, yeah. God's not going to give me an instruction that'll lead to my destruction. He's going to give me an instruction that'll lead to my victory. Yeah. That's who he is. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of times I think our flesh feels like mm-hmm. when we get to those verses, like, okay, well, mm-hmm. it's time to rejoice always. It's time to pray without ceasing and all things give thanks. Like I know our flesh feels like that's counterproductive. I know I've been in moments with pastor where my flesh has been loud and there have been problems and issues have been abounding seemingly. And pastor has looked at me and said, praise right now. (laughs) And my flesh is like, I don't want to. But there's a reason God gives us an instruction. You know, it's not just because it's the right thing to do. When God gives an instruction, power follows his instruction. You know, put that in the comments. Power follows God's instructions. So if we, by faith, are applying them, power is going to come out of it. Regardless of how we feel about the situation, if we truly are being willing to do the will of God, obedient to do the will of God, then we will eat the good of the land. And his word says to rejoice always, to give thanks without ceasing, to pray in, in all things, why? Because God inhabits the praises of his people. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I know, like here at Boomerang, I know I've been saying that so many times Sunday morning. Like when I've been, the Lord led me to exhort, it's just come out because God so much wants us to realize that he's in what we're doing. Yeah. Like he's yeah. in and the power's there. Yeah. You know, you're talking about problems coming. He, the Lord literally says in Psalm 34, 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. <laughs> There are many things that will try to afflict us, but there's a big but here, but God delivers him out of them all. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) God delivers them out of them all. We will always, 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 always see the delivering power of God if we apply faith in the fact that his power is in his instructions. Yeah. So the things that were, the dot that he connected for me today that I'd never seen before until right now, is Brother Tracy has talked so much about being in him, in the name. There's so much that's in the name. So as I was just meditating on God inhabits his praises, so literally paint that picture of when I speak about the goodness of God, God lives in those things. So God fills the room when I'm talking about his goodness. And you're talking about, just a minute ago, about how when a lot of times we... I'm paraphrasing something you said, but a lot of times we think it's like a mental battle or, or God can do things for us mentally, but there's physical things that we're seeing. So how can we make the physical things change? Like we may be doing a good action, mm-hmm. but how is it physically going to change? So he yeah. told me to look at John and chapter 10. I'm going to flip there real fast. Yeah. John 10 and verse 39. And basically to give you the setup for this passage of time, you know, Jesus is talking, he's preaching and teaching, and Jesus Mm -hmm. is, I'll just start reading in 31. The Jews (laughs) picked up stones again to stone Jesus. So it's not just the first time they tried to stone him. Mm -hmm. They tried to stone him again. Jesus is talking about how he, 
you know, I've told you and you don't believe the works that I do in my father's name. They testify of me basically saying, you're not believing me. My sheep know my voice. Like they will follow me. And these people were getting ticked off at him. So Jesus, again, he's the word of God is what's coming out of him. And he says, I show you many works from the father for which of them are you stoning me? Mm -hmm. The Jews answered for a good work. We do not stone you, but for blasphemy because you, a man, make yourself out to be God. And Jesus literally is speaking the word of God talking about how you just all the stuff saying (laughs) you're blaspheming because I said, I'm the son of God. If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe in me. But if I do them, though, you not believe in me, believe in the works so that you may know and understand that the father's in me and I'm in the father. He's talking like, what is he doing? He's literally praising God. In the middle of them about to stone him, he's explaining and teaching, but he's literally saying to like talking about God's goodness, which is a praise. He's praising the goodness of God. I'm in him. (laughs) He's in me. And what happens in verse 39? Therefore, they were seeking again to seize him and he eluded their grasp. Mm -hmm. You know, I've read translations that says he just walked right through the crowd. Yeah. The word of God the, or the power of praise that God instituted in that moment through Jesus yeah. led him to be fully translated through a crowd of people yeah. so that way they couldn't yeah. touch him. Yeah. In the story you're talking about in Acts, yeah. when they were when they walked away from persecution praising, mm-hmm. they had just healed somebody. Like the power of God had just healed <laughs> yeah. them. They got captured by these like big bad guys that are trying to throw them into prison and harm yeah. them. And they started praising. That's what the disciples did. <laughs> They started giving yeah. a testimony mm-hmm. of the power of God and the goodness of God. Yeah. And those men could not keep them there. They had to release him. Yeah. Yeah. That power of praise literally brought the Lord into that moment. And no one could touch them because yeah. they were in the name. They started yeah. flowing in the name. They were walking in the name. <laughs> and nothing and no one could could destroy Mm -hmm. them. Why? Because many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers you out of them all. Your praise will put you in position to be delivered. Mm-hmm. I say all that to get to there. Your praise will put you in position to be delivered by God because mm-hmm. you're bringing him into that moment and saying, God, I may not understand <laughs> anything else, but I know that you're mm-hmm. always going to lead me to triumph. Yeah. I yeah. know that it's always going to work out. I know that you are always turning things to the good of those who love me. And as I start, I am bringing the problem solver into the room. into the mix of the situation. And if the problem solver's there, what problem can stand against God? No height, nor depth, no no things present, nor things to come can overtake him. My God overtakes all of them. Right. Right. Acts 16, 25. Yeah. Paul and Silas Silas were in prison. It says, uh, verse 25, but about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise yeah. to God. Yeah. And the prisoners were listening. And suddenly there came a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison house were yeah. shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's yeah. chains were unfastened. <laughs> praise. Praise brought that in. You're bringing God in. Yeah. God fills the room. The strongest yeah. spirit dominates the yeah. environment. And when your praise is there, you're yeah. bringing God in. He dominates the environment yeah. you're in. Yeah. And it affected 
every person every around person. them, every person in that jail, their praise affected them in a good way. It yep. set all of them free. Yep. Everyone listening. Do you understand how stupid it would seem if you got captured, you're in jail, all these people are in jail with you and you start singing praises to God and yeah. these people are thinking you're stupid for singing praises to God because yeah. you're literally in like possibly about to die and they all are too thinking you're stupid, but you keep going and it sets all of them free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Praise. I mean, it goes back to what the Lord told me earlier yeah. that I said when the squeak sound was happening in here. You know, <laughs> praise is an intentional decision yeah. to inject a situation with the presence of God. Yeah. It's not just something where you're kumbayaing in a corner and then all of a sudden it magically works out. We don't live in a Disney yeah. movie. We live in the anointing and the yeah. anointing destroys the yokes and there's, there's methods to yeah. employing it. Yes, we abide in him. Yes, we rest in him. But at yeah. some point or another, the believers got, we as believers have got to say, I'm done just waiting for God to do something for me. I'm going to trust what my God says works and I'm going to yeah. make it work for me. And I'm going to praise my God because I know he's good. Yeah. And when we do that, God's in the mix of it. But we yeah. can't just be passive. This whole passive Christianity thing is yeah. garbage. We've got to be proactively and intentionally looking for ways to be with our father. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like there's, there's story after story that we could pull out of the Bible when King yeah. was it Jehoshaphat sent the worshipers yeah. out first. You <laughs> yeah. Know, and yeah. then they showed up to the battle and it was already done. You know, yeah. all they had to do was gather in the, you know, the spoil. Like yeah. There's, yeah. there's story after story after story that we can bring up where praise changed the situation. Yeah. You know, where yeah. worship changed things. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really just a matter of, choice you know yeah. am i going to put yeah. on praise or am i going to yield to my feelings yeah, yeah. am i going to yield to the well this, this just feels too big this mm. just feels too you know like i i don't really want yeah. to put on praise like it's your choice you yeah. know like it's yeah life death choose life you know yeah. like i've god's made put it before us yeah. he's shown us what to do mm. he's given us the instruction rejoice always you know put yeah. on that joy uh pray without ceasing and everything give thanks because this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus right yeah. that's that passage yeah. right I, I believe it follows up with for this is God's will for you um and so that's what God wants us to do why because yeah. he wants us to be victorious he yeah. wants to yeah. come out on top you know and how do we come up on t come yeah. out on top by going through in faith yeah you know yeah. I, I need to have faith why, why do I praise because I actually have faith yeah. that it's going to work out why, why do yeah. I praise because I have faith that my God's working all things together for my good that's mm -hmm. why, you know, why James was able to say, consider it pure joy when you face yeah. trials. You know, like yeah. you're facing something, but you can actually put on joy and consider it yeah. the situation from a perspective of joy. Why? Because I know that I'm coming out because yeah. I'm coming out on top. Yeah. You know, and even if I die, I'm coming out on top. Yep. You know, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter, how, like the outcome in the yeah. natural because even because St Stephen was stoned to death and he yep. died, you know. Mm -hmm. But the he whole didn't story, taste it. yeah, <laughs> the whole story is a story of victory. Like he's yeah. there, they're th they're throwing stones at him. He looks up, he sees the heavens open up. They they see yeah. his face glowing, you know, yeah. with the glory of God. And then yeah. he looks up, yeah. sees heavens open, and he's and he sees the Son of Man standing at the right hand of the Father, yeah. which is just you could talk about that. <laughs> but you know, he's standing yeah. at the right hand of the Father, and they're like ah, and then they started throwing stones and. As they're, he's being pelted with stones, he's like, Father, forgive them. And then, and then he falls asleep. Yeah, you know, like, right. you know, that's, that's what the word says. So, like, it, 
But there, yeah. there. That's just a testimony. That's like how. That's yeah. powerful. Was right. Jesus defeated when he when he was on the cross? No. Absolutely not. No. He was. But it looked like it. So it yeah. doesn't matter what things look like or how bad it seems. Like even yeah. with Lazarus, you know, Lazarus has been in the grave for four days, and everyone's yeah. like, "Well, it's done. It's over. There's no hope for this." Yeah. You know, and Jesus shows up, and then hope returned. You know, <laughs> like they didn't believe it until until yeah. Lazarus was resurrected. Yeah. Like, and that's what was grieving Jesus was that yeah. that they weren't actually believing that he would work, turn it around. They're like, oh, yeah, well, I know we'll see him in the resurrection. I am the resurrection right. in the life, you know? Yeah. And, like, the Bible says multiple times in that passage, that in, in that story, that Jesus was groaning deeply in his spirit. Yeah. That's when Jesus wept. It wasn't because, oh, Lazarus is dead. Right. I'm so sad. Because he knew what was going to happen. Um, the reality was Jesus was like, where's the faith? You know, yeah. Yeah. why... why, why like, because now there's people in the background saying, I thought he loved Lazarus. You know, if he was so good, if he, you know, he would have done something. He's here to do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's here to change the whole situation. Just don't drop that faith. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's, my faith is the, it, it helps guarantee the fact that I'm going to come out on top. Right. You know, and how do I, what, what's the evidence of my faith will rest is one thing, but praise is another. Yeah. Why, do I, why are yeah. you praising in this time? Because I know God's going to work it out. Yeah. I know on the other side of this, I'm coming out on top anyway, so why would I let like the the position that I'm in steal mm. my praise if, yeah. if the, the outcome is inevitable? You yeah. know, the outcome yeah. is I, I'm victorious in, in all these things. I mean, we, we, we all quote, we are more than conquerors through Christ yeah. who gives us strength, right? In yeah. all these things, we... We are overwhelmingly conquered through Christ. But the verse right before that says, uh, for his sake, we're being put to death all day long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like that's a, in natural logic, that doesn't sound like overcoming. But he's saying, like, yeah. no, despite what things look like and all these things, we are conquerors. Yeah. Not yeah. just conquerors, but more than conquerors. We overwhelmingly yeah. conquer. That's who we are in Christ. Yeah. So let, let's adopt that identity and say, no matter what things look like, how bad it gets, I'm a conqueror. I, yeah. I'm overcoming. Yeah. And so I should praise him for that. Yeah. yeah. This may seem like I'm I'm taking a different route, but I, I promise it ties together. As you were talking, what, what came up to me was what does being in him mean? Well, if we're in God, God, the Lord is a consuming and devouring fire. Mm-hmm. It means that we are in the fire of God. And that fire is something... Like when you hear people start talking about the need for hunger and fire of God, those are things that immediately bring you to a decision point because it's not a common Christianity phrase to to talk about. Like I never heard it until I came to Boomerang. But the truth is, you can see it in Matthew. It's it's the Lord, John, talking about Jesus, saying, Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Like, you can't get much more clear that Jesus is a baptizer of fire. Yeah. But being in the fire, what is it? And I know Pastor has said versions of this. I don't remember if this is solely from Pastor, if this is what Holy Spirit brought to me, or if it's a merge. But I know that the Lord, what I believe the Lord just reminded me of, is when you're in Him, and in him is that fire. Yeah. You can bank on what the fire does. And the fire protects, the fire preserves, and the fire purifies. So when Buddy yeah. was talking just a little bit ago about how the fire, or not, he wasn't talking about the fire, but he was, about how yeah. when you're rejoicing with God, 
that discernment will come if there's something that I need to fix in my life. How does that come? Because the fire burns it out. The yeah. fire brings it to the surface and yeah. says, hey, here's an issue. Yeah. I'm going to help you remove it. Mm-hmm. Not even help you. God's just going to burn it up because yeah. the anointing destroys yeah. every yoke. Yeah. The fire of God preserves, mm-hmm. protects, yeah purifies. So when we're in that fire, we are kept from anything that's trying to come against us unless Mm -hmm. it's meant to also be in the fire with us. Yeah. You think of like any weapon that would be formed against you. It it can't pierce through the fire of God. It's a protecting shield. And how does that start? When we praise our God, we're bringing the fire of God into our lives. Yeah, there was a time where the Lord reminded pastor that he needed to be believing for fresh fire. So pastor prayed. He prayed always. And he was like, Lord, fill me with fresh fire. I need your fresh fire. I don't even fully know what it means, but I need it. And what did he do? He started talking about the goodness of God and how willing God was to give him that fire, how much God desired to bless him and increase him and protect him. And then the fire of God came and he was touched to a degree that he can't be untouched by the fire. It's marked him. It's separated him. It's purified him. It's protected him. You know, pastor believes that one of the first that over the 40 days, I believe, of fasting, the Lord healed or protected him from an attack of sickness that would have done harm to him, protected him. The fire protects you. It keeps you. The presence of God is a preserving agent. So it's not just us sitting, acting like a whipped puppy, letting the the crap of the world beat down on us and mar us and mangle us. And you've just got to tough it out until it's over. No, we can intentionally bring God in. Like that's the word over and over today that's come up. Intentional, intentional. Are we intentionally inviting God into our thought life? Are we intentionally praying, praising when things start to go wrong? Are we intentionally giving shouts of joy, knowing that I don't even know how, but God's so much smarter and bigger than I am. He's going to turn it. How intentional are we being? And if we haven't been, we can start today and heal and inhabit those things. Yeah. Yeah. What Holy Spirit is, well, I'll just say it. What, What Holy Spirit's been bringing up to me in all of this is our God is always leading us to triumph. And that was that was what I was trying to uh, go to. But 2 Corinthians 2, 14. 14 and that I, that's what it says. And uh, you can put that in the comments. My God is always leading me to yeah. triumph. And I think what so many of us have done is we've seen the first glimpses of an attack of a weapon trying to form against yeah. us. And we've just accepted that as defeat. Oh, I'm already defeated. Oh, yeah. well, I'm not. It, it's already done. And we've got to believe. We have yeah. to know that we know that when God says he is always leading us to triumph, he is. And yeah. He what, we can see that with the apostles, with the disciples. And we can know that it's not just for them. It's for us today. Yeah. That wasn't a promise that just stopped with the early church. Yeah. No, that's for us today. Yeah. When he said it, he that's meant good. it, and he still means it. He is always leading us to triumph. So we can't just yeah. accept, you know, the first glimpses of an attack as, well, that's the end of the story. That's defeat. Right. God, God, I guess, you know, failed me because I've been defeated. Right. There, 
My, in case you don't know, when I was young, they said like in my 20s, I was going to have heart troubles and stuff and I would never be like normal. And like my heart would just never work normally and I would be in and out of the hospital and all these things. But <laughs> my parents believed what this says. They, they believed he's always leading us to triumph. And they said, no, that's not, that's not the end. That's not defeat and we will not accept it. So they pressed on, they praised God yeah. for my life. They praised him for his promises and they continued on. I never knew that the doctors had said that because they never told me because yeah. they knew that wasn't the truth. So they had to take me back for checkups, you know, as I was growing up just to keep a check on my heart and all this stuff. And they told, like when I was in fifth grade, they said, she's got a completely new heart. She will never have issues. Nothing will happen. And like, they were just confirming what we've known the whole time. And <laughs> I can't help but cry. But guys, now I'm in my 20s and I'm living out what the world said I never would. Yeah. I'm living out the promises of God. <laughs> and this is the truth. <laughs> it's, it's for us today. Yeah. Triumph is for us today. We can't accept defeat at the first, whatever the doctors say, whatever the world says. They don't know God. Yeah. They don't know his promises. They don't know his character. They don't know his nature. And my God says, I am always leading you to triumph. Yeah. So even when it looks hopeless, even when it looks like it's done, it's not. It's not over. It's, <laughs> we can't accept defeat. It's not ours. It's, it doesn't belong to us. Defeat doesn't not belong to us as children of God. Yeah, put that so, in the comments. Defeat yeah. does not belong to us as children of God. Yeah. It's, it's not mine. It's not yours. And the same way, God is not a respecter of persons. So the same way that my parents stood in faith for me, that I, I've never accepted anything that the doctors have said, is the same way that you can too. Yeah. Defeat doesn't belong to you. God comes through for me. He comes through for my parents the same way he does for you. Yeah. He loves all of us the same way. In the same way that triumph is mine, it's yours. It's yours today. Yeah. So anytime a problem tries to present itself, no matter how real it seems, there was real, you know, like, um, what's it called? Like ultrasounds of my heart. It looked real that there were issues, but God said no. And yeah. he gave me a new heart, a completely new heart. And he said, no, I have triumph because she is my child. Yeah. He has triumph for you, but we've got to accept it. Because if we just accept defeat, we're rejecting that triumph when he has it all along for us. So we can't accept defeat. We've got to grab a hold of his triumph no matter what the world says, no matter what anyone says. I know and I trust God's word more than anything. Yeah. And God's not a liar. No. Yeah. Like he did, no. If he's, gonna, if he's going to say the victory is ours, he's yeah. not going to not supply a victory. You know? Yeah. Like he'll always give us a way of victory, you know, yeah. like you were talking about, yeah. you know, the, the impurities and stuff rising up, like that, that verse in James, it says, the testing of your faith, that word testing is the word that they right. use when they would, the fire would bring the impurities to the top, and what they would do is they would, 
once it's exposed, they would sift it off and it would go yeah. and, and throw it away until, and they would continue that process until, like a silversmith, until he looked at, at the metal and he yeah. could see his reflection, yeah. you know? So, like, it, no matter what things are looking like, we're becoming more like Christ, yeah. you know, as yeah. we give ourselves to him, as we continue to put on joy and trust that he's working it out. You know, yeah. it's not over until we're victorious. It's not over. Like, even Paul uh, yeah. said, if I die, I win. You yeah. know, like, like you know, it's yeah. to die is gain, to live is Christ. So, basically, to live is to win, to, to die is to win. Like, yeah. no matter what the outcome is, I'm, I'm victorious. That That's Paul's perspective on it because that's yeah. who he is. Yeah. We don't look at the situation based on what it looks like because we don't walk by sight. We yeah. walk by faith. Yeah. And I think it's Kenneth Hagin who said, uh, if we fight in the arena of reason, the devil will whoop us every time. Every time. But if we fight in the arena of faith, yeah. we will whoop him every time. You know, yeah. we'll be victorious. Why? Because the devil has really no defense for faith. No. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, there's nothing that he can do to combat faith in God's yeah. word. And faith in God is faith in his word. So yeah. if he said it, I'm going to believe it, and the devil yeah. can't stop it. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. that the devil can do to to hold us back from our victory. Because yeah. he's yeah. not powerful powerful enough to supersede the word of God powerful at all yeah yeah yeah. he he doesn't have anything to be able to supersede the word of God we have to choose to believe it yeah you know and when we choose to operate in that arena of faith the devil has nothing against it but if we try to logic it out and reason it out (laughs) ourselves or try to do it ourselves that's that's when we lose it doesn't say rejoice always pray without ceasing and everything give thanks but then, you know, try really hard right. to make sure yeah. that it works. You know, because if, you no, know, it's just basically all of those things are revolving around, I just trust God. Yeah. God will do it. You yeah. know, like I don't need to get involved in the doing. I just need to be believing. Yeah. Because it's not like, well, if I rejoice enough, it'll work. Like that's not, because that's me trying to put a work to it. It's right. not, well, if I pray enough. Or get enough people to pray, it'll work. That's not. That's me trying to make it happen. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's not even. Uh, uh, well, if I if I say thank you enough, then it'll work. It's not like a weird magical right. formula or anything like that. It's right. a. All those things need to be, be. You know, a, they don't. I, I think we we've shared this before, but it's like these actions don't produce the faith that I right. need to win. Right. My faith. Uh, they, they are a product of my faith, that I believe mm-hmm. God's word, that he's not a liar. And so, therefore, all these things just are, it's not like they automatically, I still have to choose to, to let them come, and, and I have to choose to work that faith. But, but my, if I believe that it's done, all those things will come out, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I need to get myself to that position in him where he's the author and perfecter of my faith. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I'm in him... He'll begin to produce that, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And if I'm if I'm just listening to His Word, that'll also produce it because faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. If I'm in, yeah. but it's in Him that those things start to produce. Yeah. But I need to be in Him and not in my own trying to make it happen, you know. Yeah. But just in Him, if I'm in Him, it'll it'll produce it. Well, it reminds yeah. me of David and Goliath. You know, if you take that situation and add what you were just saying to it. All of those other men that try to come up against Goliath, they by works seem to be fit enough to do so. You know, anybody who had tried, they would have had to, in the world, logically try to be buff. They, like, they've worked their muscles. They've yeah. gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. They've done seemingly the right things to combat this Goliath that's standing in front of them. 
But what was it that took him down? Fellowship with the Lord that created a faith that spoke and the word of God empowered the praise of who God's character and nature is, empowered David to inject God into the situation that overtook Goliath. So it doesn't matter how good we are or our actions alone, exactly as you're saying, it's intimacy. Intimacy with the Lord is what gives you the word. And, you know, it reminds me of the message that Pastor Brian did probably about a year or so now. When does faith run? You know, no matter what you're looking at, how big it is seemingly or how big it feels in your mind, will, emotions, God is always, always bigger. All we need is a word. And that word is a sure foundation to us. Everything else around us may shake. Everyone else around us may fall. But if my posture is built on the word, I will stand tall. I won't fall. I will stand tall when my stance is built upon the word. And that's what we need more than anything. How do we get a word from God? We get into him. Your parents were able to stand because they got into him. They knew what that word said. They knew that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them out of them all. They knew that by his stripes, you, Abby, were healed. They knew what God's word said, and they stood. And having done all, they stood. Having Mm -hmm. exhausted all other options as well, you know, it's not like they were just allowing you to get sicker and sicker. No, like Uh doctors took you out of their hands to go perform immediate surgery upon you. And then you were overdosed to the point where you should have died. So literal other physical (laughs) things are happening to try and fix you that are actually making it worse. And what did they do? They stood. Having done all they knew to do, they stood. And they could stand because their stance was secure. It's never Mm going to get rocky underneath your feet when your feet are planted on the word of God. It never, ever will. Around you might. It's not that a thought may not come, but that thought, we can put the thought to death by the faith of God. It doesn't have to linger. A thought may come up, but that's not you. That's not who you are. You are and hear this, you know, maybe you've been over needing to overcome something and it's just seemed like it's been all the time, all the time, all the time coming yeah. at you yeah. nonstop, grading away. Your hope seems gone. All you need to do is apply faith in God. Yeah. You know, it's, it was it Lester Sumrall or, or no, 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 no. It was uh, brother Shambach. You don't have a problem. All you need is faith in God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And truly that's the case. You don't have yeah. a problem. You're not on a cross hanging. You're not being beaten right now. Chances are, if you're watching this broadcast, you don't have a problem. And even if you were, you still don't have a problem. Stephen didn't have a problem. All he needed was his faith in God and he didn't taste a thing. We Mm -hmm. will face no problem that our faith cannot overcome Mm because our faith produces our God. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It's really that simple. It really is. (laughs) When we try to reason it out, is when we've made it difficult in our heads. But the truth is God made it simple. He made it for everyone to be able to do it. Yeah. It's simple, really, yeah. no matter how young you are, how old you are. It's it's just faith in God. It's praising Him. Anytime a situation, yeah. a problem tries to present itself, know that you've already received the triumph. Yeah. That's not the end. 
That's not the end. That's a testimony literally being formed of just something else you can praise God yeah. for. We've just got to hold on to that triumph. Yeah. Hold on to faith. God hasn't failed you because you see a problem that might be trying to present itself. God yeah. is still the same God. He still loves you. He still has triumph for you. He still has triumph for me. Amen. Amen. So we're going to... Like, we're going to just pray for everyone today, and please put just an amen or something. If you received from today, this was on time, and it was the anointings here. I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. If, if, do yeah. you, no, I can pray. can pray. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you are good, and you are always leading your people to triumph. Father, we give you praise right now that you are the God who delivers your people out of anything that they may be facing. You are the God who brings solutions. Your presence breaks every yoke. Your presence destroys bondages. Your presence is what we need and it's what we want. So just right now, if you would just pray with me and say, Jesus, Jesus. I need you. I I want you. I've got to have you. Got to have you. I ask you, Jesus, for you to be manifested now to me. Lord, let your peace come over every person, every home. Let the, let the fullness of your presence be. Lord, I ask that every person who desires you today, who is praying by faith, I ask for them to have an encounter with you that marks them. Just pray that with me. Jesus, Jesus. fill me with your all-consuming fire. Purify me. Burn out anything that's not of you. Fill me with yourself. Protect me with your fire. Preserve me with your fire. Lord, I thank you that you do not withhold one good thing from those who walk uprightly. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that the fire of God be manifested now in every person who by faith is praying and believing. Fill them, fill them, fill them more than they've ever been filled before. Overflow them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Let not one nook or cranny be missed out. Let the fire of God overtake them where they are. Lord, I ask on this shakande karinde karokode kanayai if you are feeling the fire of God and you're driving, I would recommend pulling over on the side of the road. Lord, let the fire of God just preserve and protect, purify, preserve, protect, and purify now. Lord, I ask that your Holy Spirit bring this message to remembrance that when all hell seems to be breaking loose, I praise and you arrive. I praise and you arrive. I praise and you live in my praises. I will never be alone. Lord, let that be what comes up to us. I am not alone. Let the heart of today's message, faith, confident, joy-filled hope, be our manifestation. Lord, I thank you that we have you. We're not just waiting on you. If we ask for you, you give yourself to us liberally. So, Father, we receive you. 
We praise you. You are a good God. Yeah. You are a mighty Father. You are the <laughs> you are the Ancient of Days. Yeah. Jesus, you're the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. You are bigger than the biggest better than the best, greater than the greatest. No one compares to you. You are smarter than the smartest, wiser than the wisest, richer than the richest, and you're our father. Yeah. What else could we need? I thank you, Lord, that you bring surety today, clarity today, confidence today in the name of Jesus. And I thank you that today by the anointing of God, Goliaths are being destroyed now in the name of Jesus. Any terrorizing thing be gone and loosed because our God is in the room. We thank you for it and we praise you. We love you and we just exalt your name, God. You're so good. Yeah. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Glory to Amen. God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. It's been a good one. Um, we also want to give you an opportunity uh, because we show this broadcast into you. And yeah. this has been a powerful yeah. word. This yeah. has been a powerful broadcast. And we want to give you an opportunity to sow into this word yeah. today. Um, as we sow it into you, it, it's completely free. But if the Lord's writing on your heart to sow into this word, we want to give you that opportunity you can go to giveww.org. We got, uh, you can give one time, give on a recurring basis, or partner with us, yeah. partner with the yeah. word. Um, there's Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Text to Give. You can give cryptocurrency, NFTs, all that. We've made it available to you. But uh, if the Lord's writing in your heart to sow today, we wanted to give you that opportunity because we believe and we know that God's yeah. always leading you to triumph. And yeah. that's not just in one area of life, that's in every area of your life, and that includes finances. Um, so we want to give you an opportunity to sow into that victory as the Lord, as the Lord is leading you. Um, if the Lord leads you, when you sow, know that he's leading you to sow into your triumph and yeah. into your victory. Yeah. So, Father, right now in Jesus' name, we just declare every seed sown today blessed. Father, I thank you, Lord, that this is your system of supernatural increases by giving. God, your word says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. May men pour out into your bosom. And God, that's what we're believing for the people that sow today. Yeah. God, those who sow uh, bountifully, I thank you that they reap bountifully, Father. I th- that's what your word says. So we put our faith in your word. God, you said in your word that my God shall supply yeah. all your need according to his riches. Not according to my need, but according to his riches and glory. And so, Father, we just believe that. And we agree that that is happening now in the lives of the people who are sowing today and in the lives of the people who put their faith and attach their faith to your word. And God, we thank you for it. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. Thanks for being on with us. We will be back on Monday at 1130 a.m. But as you are coming to the end of this broadcast, we have so many more for you to watch. If you're needing your faith to be built up on the things of God, to create a stable foundation, to receive the word of the Lord in a new way, go click through some of our other ones. In particular, go back a couple weeks and rewatch the broadcast on righteousness. That's a place that honestly, righteousness is the foundation 
foundation of Christianity. It's the foundation of understanding the yeah. rights that you have to triumph. So if you're finished today, I would encourage you, go back and rewatch some of those broadcasts. Even if you can't listen to every single word, put it on and have it playing in the background as you're working and listen to it as you're doing that work. The word will get in you. So listen through, let your faith be built up. We will be back on Monday. We love you very much. And now we're going to hand it over to Serena. Hello there. We have a big announcement for you guys. On September 9th to 10th, we are going to be having a leadership conference here at Boomerang Church, ICCF, which is International Covenant Connection Fellowship. They will be here with um, a whole bunch of pastors. And so we get to host at Boomerang Church. Uh, and big announcement, Brother Tracy Harris from Texarkana, Arkansas, he will be here. This is a huge treat, a huge honor. So make sure to mark your calendars, register today at iccf.us. And again, as Barrett was saying before, check out the other videos on our channel this weekend. Build up your faith, especially that playlist on righteousness. It is vital for, to have that revelation. But we love you guys, and we'll see you on Monday. Bye!